0: You might find something you love.
1: Luca Nation, this is a special guest. This is someone that I've wanted to have on the show for some time. And you young entrepreneurs. You're, you're going to want to listen here. Uh, there's going to be some great stuff, some nuggets of gold here. Sam Shufford, did I pronounce that right? Uh,
2: Shufford, but... Yeah, it, more like the shoe in the sense.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. founder of Women of the Hobby, youth, bringing just good vibes to the space. And I wanted to have Sam on for a long time. So welcome to the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Show.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, I'm really excited to be on. Uh, I listen to you guys often here, so I'm excited to, to be again.
1: Have you been on? You've been on podcasts before, so this is easy yeah,
2: I've been on podcasts, but you know, you always get a little bit like right before I thought, like, oh, what are what are we gonna talk about? like what are we gonna get into? So we'll see how what we get into today. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: I've been told I, I don't make it a safe space, which is not good, but I promise, you know, we're not going to come out of left field too much. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> it's have to be us.
2: right. No, yeah, I don't I don't think so either. so uh.
1: <laughs> let me ask you, like, you know, you left national. We we're recording this kind of mid to end of August. Is there anything that you want to discuss? Is there anything that, you know, since you did the events at, at National, that might be kind of top of mind that you'd want to share?
2: Um, Maybe two things. So the one thing that I thought was really cool at the National was um, there's a women in the hobby. So that's more so like the Facebook kind of community group that Ty from Bullpen LA and Sarah Layton, Layton Sports Guard. They were the really the, the big kind of proponents and sponsors of the women in the hobby booth. And it really, like, it had the tagline of this is what a collector looks like. And I, I really like that because I felt like they were, they had some shirts and different things available, but anyone in the, you know, the conference center could have been wearing that shirt, which I think was just a really nice touch of not just isolating it to just visibility of women, but visibility of everyone who collects. So I thought that was really cool. Ty? Well, that's a
0: good we question to start off with. What is the difference... Between women in the hobby yeah. and women of the hobby.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's a good difference. And Ty and I, we've kind of maybe gone back, like we've discussed a little bit here. And I think women in the hobby, they kind of just rebranded, to my knowledge, that this is what I know is like, there's the Facebook group of women in sports cards. And so that's a pretty big Facebook group. And they've changed it now to women in the hobby. And so I think women on the hobby is maybe more so like just a general community page. Um, and then women of the hobby if I can get out content is more centered around like being a podcast and sharing the stories of women. So I think that's kind of how to differentiate the two moving forward.
1: Easy. All right. Kate okay, Sarah just had a boy. So if Sarah Layton's listening, c- congratulations from all yeah. of Luca nation, she couldn't make it to national. Uh, so congratulations. And Ty, yeah, Congratulations team. to
0: Baby Cage Layton. I'm sure they named it after the most influential person in the hobby. You I know, at, at least
1: the middle name for sure. Cage is Cage is a good
0: middle name. It's a good name. I mean, uh, you know, but with the last time my family picked a middle name, we came up with Xavier. Okay,
1: that was that's Ian's middle name. Ian's middle name is Xavier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ian Xavier <you're> Cage. Cage.
0: <laughs> um, Cage.
1: Wow. That's it. So, a lot of. A lot
0: more, lot more letters than his. That's words.
2: actually kind of funny, though. My boyfriend's name is Xavier, but it's technically his middle name. So he's James Xavier. So it's a popular middle name. It sounds
0: like... But he goes with the X. He's the X-Man. We're going to call yeah. him Sam. <laughs> Sam and the X-Man. a yeah, exactly. couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I mean, was this your first time going to the National?
2: No. So, yeah, I was there last year in Chicago, but last year was my first year. So... Um, yeah, definitely some differences I, I could tell. Um, yeah, that's
0: that's the that's the best way to start, right? I mean, what yeah. were, what were the biggest differences you saw from last year to this year?
2: Yeah, so I think this year, well, personally, I thought the lighting in Chicago was really poor. Like, I felt like I was in the dark a good bit in Chicago. Uh, Like, that's just, like, a personal thing. So I thought that Atlantic City seemed a lot brighter. Uh, But really, in terms of the show floor, I think it was a lot bigger. There was a lot more space Uh, in Chicago. definitely got a little cramped in terms of the aisle space. And then... Yeah, I would say, like, I've heard people touch on this, but I will say the corporate presence did seem a lot bigger. I mean, it took up a large, like, better half of the middle of the room. Uh, and I felt like, you know, you kind of had to drudge through the, the corporate stuff to get to the other side, really. That's kind of how I saw it. Um, yeah, th- those were kind of the, the bigger differences that I saw
1: overall. Did you get a Stranger Things pack?
2: No, I didn't because the line was so long. Every time I went there, it was like wrapped around. And then I'd heard like, oh, they've been there for three or like two or three hours. I'm like, I'm not waiting for two or three hours. Um, But it looked really cool. I took a picture and I like went over into that like lounge area, which was nice. Um, But when I was over there, it was just like people waiting in line. So it didn't look too entertaining at the moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The machine was cool. I also did not wait in line. And if I could have brought one thing home. That I didn't bring. It would have been a Stranger Things pack. I probably should just buy one. I'm sure people are reselling them on eBay or Secondary. I should just buy
1: Big one corners though, right? Because it, it, it fell. There's no um, way you're getting a 10 out of that. Well,
0: it's not. It's for Leah. She's not going to grade them. She's just to uh, give her some cards. That's why I don't like Stranger
1: Things. Until back. you sell them and then you tell her it's a PSA and then she gets it back five years later.
0: You know, a lot of people don't realize this. But, you know, what was cool about, um, you know, what Josh was doing there is – in the late 80s i mean stranger things i think it was supposed to be in the 80s early 90s something like that. in the late 80s they actually cards got so big they actually had card vending machines so oh, it's yeah. funny it's a nice little twist people don't even make that connection i remember going to like the supermarket with my family and you know my my you know my father would say okay if you're good while we're here on the way out we'll let you pick a pack of cards you know there's up a deck and like all this, and it was the same I mean, it, and, and, and it's funny because grading wasn't a thing So we didn't even think about that. It's like, all right, we'll get the pack. And it drops down and it's boom. You know, it's like, you know, of course, automatic seven, you know, but as a kid, you didn't think about that. So it's funny before you said, oh, you're not going to get it. I didn't even, you know, recall. Card
1: vending machines were a thing, man. I'm telling you, they were everywhere. Do you know the business that we owned the cafe? It was called Horn and Harder and it was an automat back in the early 1900s, an automat right and i i think that would be cool to bring back like kind of the old with the new something i'm thinking a, about
0: an automat diner so like you know like kind of kind of
1: like no employees the employees are in the back and then they are just like kind of like here's your tapioca pudding here's your waist pudding it was it was a staple man it was like uh the starbucks of the early 1900s sam mm-hmm. i, I want to ask you something so We've been hearing a lot, like you know, all these people, these newer youth have come in, you know, some of them bought in at the top and now their inventory is, you know, 50, 60, 70% off. You're smiling. Are you the person that bought in at the top? If so, how are you dealing with that? Are you still holding, selling, buying? Or am I even, are you someone that has been a part of the hobby for a long time? Talk to me about that, because we've been hearing that, but I'm curious to get it right from you. Like, what have you seen?
2: Yeah, so I got in, um, I don't know, like May of 2020. Uh, so right when kinda I think things were really about to go for a roller coaster. And so I got in. Obviously, I, I wasn't the person who got in and like was dropping thousands of dollars. I was the person getting in and dropping like $10 and $50. Um, so I was a little hesitant to spend like hardly any money. I remember it was like Chronicle Soccer Hobby Boxes. They came out for like $170. I bought two of them and I was so scared to like even buy two of them I was like this is so much money like at the time I wasn't working it was the summer before I started working I was like wow this is kind of crazy spending this much money on cards but obviously now I've spent way more but yeah I think since then it's it's I've, I've bought some cards that have obviously gone down um but I think like I don't necessarily see them as complete losses I feel like a lot of it was like a learning lesson so some of them I've bought and they've gone down and I've just continued to hold them just like I, I feel like I'd rather just have it in my collection than sell it. And then some of them I bought, uh, they went down and then uh, I ended up selling them for a loss and just kind of took the loss of like the price I paid for, I guess, knowledge at that point. So,
0: but That's a lot of Muhammad Ali's in this hobby, man. You know, <laughs> the famous quote from him, Andrew, of uh, you know, I don't lose, I either win or I learn. Yeah, we got a lot of people with that. You know, we got a lot of people with that mentality. Sam, I mean, good for you. I mean, it's something that I think, you know, otherwise would take people a while to have that mindset. And I know if I, when I was your age, if, if I bought a card, I'd be the idiot that dug my heels in and was like, I paid $10,000 for this <laughs> card. You can't have it for five. I don't care that the comp's are four and you're overpaying. I yeah. paid 10. I'm in it for 10, so I can't sell it cheap because of what I'm in it for. And we still hear people do that. We still hear dealers say stuff like that. I, that would be me 100%, Andrew. But yeah. now, I, do, or, I mean, I've talked about selling at a loss. I sold Michael Jordan cards that I bought last year at the peak. This year for significantly less.
1: I think our younger generation is tougher than we give them credit for, Cage. Maybe that's what it is. You know, we say people are going to leave the hobby. They're tough. They're smart. You know, one strike and they're out? No way. No way.
0: Well, I mean, you call them tough. I call them... Uh,
1: resilient is probably a better word.
0: I mean, you go head to Starbucks and watch what they do when their orders are made wrong and there's two shots instead of three. I don't know. Resilience, the word I'd go for, you know, yeah,
1: I, when you want, when you order oat milk and you get normal milk, you get a I little mean, bit. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, they go a little crazy. They don't take that as a learning lesson. to not go to Starbucks anymore. They Sam, how as, was... I'm going to teach that barista a lesson. <laughs> really? Happened. How
1: was the, how was the car talk eBay event? So I, mm-hmm. I think...
2: Yeah, that was really fun. So yeah, that was Friday night. Um, and it was really cool. Yeah. Just to kind of have that panel with, a bunch of other women who are awesome in the hobby. Um, yeah, I thought it was just a good event to kind of network with other people too. There were a lot of people you kind of walk into the outdoor area and you're like, wow, I know like half the people here or at least like know who they are on Instagram and, and, and things like that. So I think all those events are really cool and I think it was great of them to kind of dedicate that time to talk about things that are growing uh, within the hobby, such as the women kind of presence being one of them.
0: So. Just to piggyback on that, right? I mean, part of what we do here for national churches, we talked about you were at the last national, and you know, lighting is different, you know, yeah. and and you know more corporate. But one of the bigger differences is that women in the hobby and women of the hobby had a presence there, yeah. a physical presence, a presence at events, you name it. Um, and if you wouldn't mind taking a couple minutes, one, you know, what is the goal? of women of the hobby in the hobby. You know, what is, what are we looking to do? You know, what can folks in the hobby do to help further that goal? And then, you know, with, with, with the conclusion here, the second part of my question, I do this all the time is let's look forward to next year's national in Chicago. What would, what would you hope to see for them? What kind of progression? Atlantic City, forget about the lights and the corporate stuff for a minute, but vis-a-vis women of the the hobby. All of the lights. You know, what would you like to see? More space, more events, you name it, for women of the hobby, you know, if you had your way.
1: Ronaldinho. (laughs) Ronaldinho.
2: So I think the, the first question, like the overall goal is really just to think of everyone, no matter, I guess, gender, like as a collector. And that's why I really like their tagline of this is what a collector looks like. And so I think it's just kind of eliminating that stigma of when a man and a woman come to your booth that the man is the one collecting and the woman's just kind of there on the side. I think it's just going in with the mindset that, oh, they both could be potential customers or potential people that I, I make deals with and eventually, you know, have relationships or, or friendships with. So um,
0: I think anybody that's just- who's poo-pooing that, by the way, take a second and listen to what, what's being said there, right? Yeah. And I'm guilty of it myself. I'll be the first one to admit. We had, you know, Mama Breaks on, who, you know, we had on pretty early. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a huge fan of what she does, love the Star Wars Breaks, loves the fun breaks. And, you know, I'll paraphrase, but I, I think if I if I can harken back to that episode, we were talking about her family, and I asked, you know, when's, when's there going to be Papa Breaks for, you know, when's that going to happen? And, and that is, her answer should have been to me, never. He's yeah. going <laughs> to hang out and watch the kids while I break, you know, and, and – you know, that's... He's going to package that. my cards, actually. he's the packaging. Yeah, I mean, but so that's a mistake that, that I made in one of our episodes. And I think, you know, kind of the vision that you have for that is, you know, this is what a collector looks like. You know, a woman can walk up to your table and make the same deal a man can. So, I mean...
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, honestly, like, calling out myself, I realized, like, I'm guilty of it, but almost in, like, in terms of age. Like, I had, like, younger collectors coming up to me at trade night. And not that I was doubting that they had this much money. I have no idea why I even did that. But I was like, oh, it's like probably like, I don't know, like four or five hundred dollars. He's like, OK, but, like, cool. And I thought that would be like a lot for this person. And then they go to the next table. He's like, oh, that's a grand. Like, would you do 900 on it? I'm like, what the world? Like, this is crazy. So I'm like guilty of kind of making those assumptions of my own, of, of other people. So I definitely get it's just like a mindset shift of just thinking that everyone can collect and not really... Not really making assumptions on what they collect either. So um, Andrew reads
0: a lot of books I don't read. He told me this thing yesterday that just blew my mind. I'd never heard it before. One of the he told me it was original. Like he didn't read it somewhere. He made it up himself. So I'll <laughs> repeat it just for Lucanation because That's I mean good. he should be a philosopher. What he yeah. said to me yesterday was a study of life. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I mean he told me he made this up, and I mean he's a genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. It's a, but it's, it's true a- though. Yeah. Right, I mean that kid. He's walking around going, "No, gee, all right, no problem." And you're like, "What the hell is this?" You know, I'm, I'm expecting this kid to be, you know, in the dollar box. So, I mean, it it works across all, all you know, all different books. Don't judge it by the
1: cover. Genius, Andrew. Genius. <laughs> How, were you starstruck when you, you met Lou Lujanu was on <laughs> stage with you, and he met.
0: We get each other. I would I would faint if I ever <laughs> was that close to Lou.
2: Lou, <laughs> yeah i've met lou a couple times before um i don't know if star trek i mean it's happy to see him as like a friend i actually gave him just like a an elijah moore card i feel like everyone knows him now as like the elijah moore collector uh so i gave him a, a small card there but yeah i mean just happy to see him i don't know if Trek is the word but it's always good to see lou he has such a like positive energy all the time and it's it's really good give but us I, you take a
1: Give us a few uh, takeaways from, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. But no, I want to hear takeaways too. from the one eBay uh, kind of panel.
2: Yeah, yeah. One thing though, I think back on and yeah. a discussion on, um, I think it was called out a couple of places, but I think one thing that was interesting too of what could be different next year at the National uh, was the, the lack of female autograph signers. So... They had no female autograph signers, and I think they had 150 male signers. So it's just interesting that, like, I don't know, like, if you're wanting to increase the the presence of women and, and, like, grow the hobby, like, not having any female signers. I know some other corporate booths, like, Tops had some of their Tops or Athletes Unlimited athletes come and sign. I know that the women in the hobby booth had some other signers, too. So I know other people, like, non... Related to the national, like other corporate sponsors had signers, but yeah, none officially sponsored by the national, which was just, I think, something that could change moving forward.
1: The the challenge, I think, with wmba is, I think it's their season right now, right? So that's what makes it tough. But I think it's a huge miss with like U.S. Um, women's yeah, national could be team retired,
0: you know, athletes. I mean, by the way, if Amanda Beard was there, I know a lot of Luca nation folks would be happy because we get cards submitted. From from our crew I have I have I've seen dozens of Amanda Beard cards come through our SGC submission. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they get good grades too. Not <laughs> like Sport Kings kind of cards and stuff like that. So I mean, it doesn't just have to be a current player. I think what Sam is saying, right? I mean, you know, it could, it could be it could be a ton of different you know avenues. You know, ex U.S. national soccer team players. You know, bring in Brandy Chastain, right? Bring in you know, Mia Hamm would be a huge get, yeah. But you know, come on, I just threw a name out there.
2: I mean, yeah, no, they got, like, Floyd Mayweather, like, they had OBJ, like, they had all, like, who knows what the budget was for that, but, like, they can't get, like, a team. A Give couple.
1: me your top three. Give me who you'd want to see, Sam.
2: Um, I mean, so I'm, I'm into South Carolina, so I'm a Game Gamecocks fan, so I would prefer, like, Aja Wilson uh, from WNBA. Probably maybe, maybe, um... And another sport – I don't know. I'm more so into basketball, to be honest. So, a lot of, like, the Cox players is who I would want. But I think overall, like, getting someone like a Mia Hamm or, like um, – I mean, these are obviously really big names, like uh, Sue Bird or, or Diana Tossie. Like, some of those names would be really good to get. But if you think about it, they kind of align to the caliber that they had on the male side, too. So, it's like I don't really see what the issue
0: – Listen, be. I got one list, not three, for next year for Chicago. BG, because that means she's back home. We it's all BG, good. Goldberg. She's number one on the list. Let's get those autographs. Let's bring her home. As someone Bullshit. who's
1: flown with vapes,
0: <laughs> That's I don't why not know I uh... – set this
1: up because he, I knew where he would go with it. Well I'm done. torn, man. I'm torn. <laughs> Russia's a crazy place. Yeah. It's a crazy place. So you place. know Russia and you know vapes. So uniquely situated – I'm it's between a fun. rock and a hard place on those because I, I do understand the benefit of flying with Vase, but I, I, I don't recommend anyone mess with Putin. He's a, he's a crazy guy. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we're, we're having fun. Um, <laughs> you got babes in my head. Now, now you're, you're, out, out. Now, now you're now going like, to take a break and go, end episode. let's race, go babe. Man. No, I think Sam, I like, that's a
0: great point, by the way. It's not even something that I would have that would have thought about. And that's part of the problem. I think, you know, um, you know, to have, you know, female signers as well, you know, and to just, to, I wouldn't even have thought there were none. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so,
2: and I was thinking too, like, maybe like they would get like, honestly, like five, like that, like, that's still such a, like an uneven percentage, but it's at least some, you can't say zero. So yeah, it's an interesting like thing. And I wasn't the first person to notice that like there were other people who called that out, like to my attention. I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy.
1: I want to tip my hat so we get flowers. I'm going to ask you who you think is doing things really well. But there was an account that was getting a ton of criticism early in 2020, uh, always publishing negative, negative, negative. And I think that person or people took it to heart, and though they still do call-outs, they've used our platform for good, at least partially, and that's card porn. Mm -hmm. And I think we could call a spade a spade. What's the relationship between women of the hobby and card porn if there is one? You guys were doing yeah. like a giveaway, I think. And I'm just asking, I'm curious.
2: Yeah, so I like, don't, I really don't know card porn that well. Like, we have, like I guess, a couple back and forth. So I, I, It seems like they know me, but I don't know them, type of thing. Uh, so all
1: all like, seeing, all knowing. Yeah, the anonymous type of
2: person um, there. But yeah, I mean, I've like messaged a couple times back and forth, but I think what you're referring to is, yeah, they did a clear. Uh, box break at the national and that was yeah more so with women in the hobby I feel like there's going to be a big like you got to kind of like discern the two a little bit here but yeah that was with I believe Kinsey from Leighton Sports Card she helped break that with Candyman is like the name of the breaker so yeah that's kind of the what that relationship was at the national but I think they've been pretty helpful and um, I know they kind of played a hand in getting a lot of giveaways for um, like tickets for other women to come to the national. So they played a role in, in helping us get those tickets. But yeah, that's the relationship thus far.
0: I'll help clear this up for everybody. Card porn is chairway vlogs. And if anybody <laughs> wants to disagree with me on that perfectly fine. I have the evidence to back it up. I,
1: I've heard, uh, I believe it. Who Would you give flowers to who do you think is doing things well? Who do you want to, you know, give praise or you know, I like what they're doing? Group, business, corporate, whoever,
2: yeah, yeah. I think, um, one person who I really think is, is trying to do a lot to bring in like the younger collectors and not just women, younger or like female, younger collectors is uh Kayla. Like, she just re- recently changed her name, so she was Card Collector 8117. Now she's Kayla Collects on Instagram, so I think she's really. She has more of a mindset of trying to bring in the younger collector, which is where I think it also should be centered around, just because I think, you know, there's like so much study of like a kid who's involved in something at a young age, they kind of are like a lifelong fan type of thing. So I, I think that's kind of the right direction to go. And I think she's doing a lot to try and increase that presence
1: overall. Austin Meadows, is that who she collects, Cage? Austin, Austin Hayes. Hayes. Austin Hayes. Yeah. Austin Hayes. We yeah, we I had Cage got Austin. On. We're going I hope Did she you? got it.
0: Yeah, I hope she got it such an Austin Hayes auto, like a clearly authentic one. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah.
1: By the way, we're all thinking about what's the best next investment. I'm thinking just UPS. Like the amount of packages that we're sending each other, like car prices go up and down, but you know one thing that just goes up? It's postage. So, (laughs) uh, by the way, not not financial advice. (laughs) Most people don't, don't know this. You work for IBM. Right. So like, mm-hmm. this is a part-time. Now, they all, hope- yeah, now, well,
2: now they all know. Will- yeah.
1: <laughs> do you hope to eventually transition this into like a full-time like media network? What's your vision? Like, what would you want to see happen?
2: Um, I think I'd like to probably keep women of the hobby. as just kind of like a smaller, like on the side type of fun thing, almost as like an outlet type of thing to do. Um, But I think like there's definitely potential, like in the future, like to make some type of, Career move into cards i think that would be like a lasting goal like down down the line would be to be involved with cards in some manner whether that be through card companies or or just different things like that so definitely have my my eyes on it but i think right now just kind of staying with the the stability here of of ibm
1: what is ibm watson
2: uh it's like their health (laughs) plot platform i don't work in watson so i actually work on like the procurement analytics team so i do a lot of like client spend data um looking through that so that's
1: the commercials cage and i'm like who is this watson guy yeah Yeah,
2: it's
0: like it's sort of like their customer service like help desk version of alexa kind of you know what i mean it's like their ai help desk you know what i mean you know it's their computer
1: learning hey watson make me tater tots and eggs today like and he could do it no, I mean if you, have a, if you have a smart home set
0: up through Watson possibly where your oven and your refrigerator and all that stuff are set up, I still don't think they can – they have it set up where you can get the eggs out of the fridge and start cooking them. You might need like an actual like robot or another human to help you, facilitate. They can, turn, they can probably turn your stove on. Did you ever see the Disney movie Smart House? Did you ever see the
1: Disney – you've seen that, Sam? No. Where the <laughs> smart house like she goes crazy?
2: Mm-hmm. she likes turning like kind of evil
1: and
0: the locked door yeah, locked. yeah. <laughs> i, I feel that. like i'm in the movie stupid house pretty much every day
1: but i gotta go watch the smart house. You're, you're literally going to disney world they My should head. have a smart house he's going he's going to disney world
0: no. yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah love
0: it there love but, it there. drink uh, drink around the world in epcot i love epcot because i because of epcot i don't ever have to leave america
2: Right. Because if, if
0: there's ever a country outside of America that's worth going to, they'll just put it in Epcot. Yes.
2: Yeah, I haven't been since I've been 21, so different experiences, I think.
0: Oh yeah. That's it. That's the way to go. Cage right, so. feels
1: that Luca Nation won the championship. You know after you win the Super Bowl, they're like, "What are you doing next? I'm going to go to Disney World." World. <laughs> okay, That's what man. Cage is oh, doing. Yeah, I'm going. I mean, we're making do a National Treasure series.
0: We're going to Disney World. Sam, <laughs> I gotta ask this because I'm I'm slightly confused and maybe more so than before we started. And I know people. With if I'm confused, if people love the yeah, yeah, in. yeah. Pam, so, I mean, Pam, 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 Pan. Yeah, go ahead, Andrew. You're better at this. No, you go. Yeah. No, all right. So I mean, you know, our are the same people in both women in the hobby, women of the hobby? Will there soon be a women for the hobby? You know, it's gonna, I mean, which is fine, also. But I mean, you know, if people want to reach out and find you guys. Shy is was... only in women of the hobby, but not women. No, of the hobby. no, card points did the break with women in the hobby. I think oh. is what Sam just said. I was trying You're to pay attention. It's it's not the easiest thing. I, I listen. I think there should be fifty of them. You know, I mean, like, because the more attention that gets brought to it, the better. I mean, I have a daughter. I'm trying to get her into, you know, collecting. She has not found something. But I think The Stranger Things is going to be the start. Um, <laughs> but seriously, she loves that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, just because people, people are curious. Not that it really matters, yeah. but yeah,
2: Yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I think, too, like, as it's kind of a newer name change for women in the hobby. So I think it'll just take a little bit of time to, like, figure out maybe what the main differences are. But... I also think about it in the manner of like this is just bound to happen as like more accounts get made. Like you think of how many sports card like like accounts there are that are so similar in their names, like it's going to be pretty similar here. So I think it's just like a coincidence that they're like very similar. It's a great
0: point, Sam. At some point I yeah. want to meet card collector one.
2: Right? Like there's really he screwed Ryan
0: collected. over really bad.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. so. It's just like one of those things where I think we're still trying to figure it out. But like in my mind, I would say like women of the hobby is more maybe like a content podcast page. And then women in the hobby is maybe surrounding more around like a community and like they more have a Facebook group attached to it. So that's kind of how I like differentiate in my. Okay. All right.
0: So the women of the hobby is sort of highlight, you know, the women themselves, do some media about them, tell you who they are, who the women are you know inside out and outside of the hobby women in the hobby is basically like what the initiatives were doing for women in the hobby itself perfect yeah yeah. yeah and i think, Sam, too,
2: yeah, I think so. So, Yeah.
1: what's your grail card like what what were you chasing at national that you might have picked up or you didn't get a chance to pick it up
2: uh so i i mean like they're a grail card but like i could never afford and their grail cards are like within budget of things I could potentially afford.
1: Let's do both and um, never say never, right? You know that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I mean for me like I'm actually a really big LeBron James fan so I think any like high end LeBron like the exquisite is like the one that everyone always goes to. So, I mean that would be like like the inevitable grail card I think for me, but in terms of ones that I can actually afford I'm more of a Carolina Panthers fan, which helps in the being able to afford things because their parts aren't too expensive. So, um, I'm actually a big Luke Keekley fan. So, he was a, a linebacker. And so, I think his Prism Gold. So, he came out and he's a rookie in 2012, also like first year of Prism. So. He's
0: awesome, by the way, but he always gets concussions. He yeah, exactly.
2: crazy. Yeah.
0: So, Ian. Last year, the first one-of-one one Ian ever pulled out of a pack was a Luke Keekly one-of-one out of, like, I think it's out of, like, Elite.
1: Right. It's, some,
0: it's some crazy one. And we graded it with SGC, got a 10. So he's keeping <laughs> that one. He's keeping that one. He's keeping, uh, Luke Keekly. So he knows who that is because that was his one-of-one one he pulled out of a pack. So is Christian funny. McCaffrey no. going to stay healthy this year?
2: No. And, like, I
1: know. <laughs> spoken like a true Panther fan. Does Sam Darnold see ghosts?
2: Probably. I have a feeling, like, I I just got the notification that for the preseason game tonight, Baker and Sam, neither of them are playing. But I have a feeling they'll start Sam, he'll get hurt, or he'll just be, like, terrible, and then they'll throw in Baker on down the line. That's kind of what I think will will,
0: I'd be shocked if Baker doesn't start the season as QB1. Shocked.
2: I heard, like, in training camp that Sam was, like, doing really well, apparently, but I don't know. So, we'll see.
0: I mean, they they need to sign Josh Rosen. Rosen is that his name? And then they have the whole draft class.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have like, all the busts are on our team, it's, it's fine. Like you have Matt Corral from last year from Ole Miss. Um, yep. We have PJ Walker, I think, who's from the XFL. XFL, yep. And D-
0: totally different quarterback than everybody else. That's more of a running. I like running PJ Walker.
1: Yeah. Sam, I, where should people follow you? Where should follow people find me you?
2: At Women of the Hobby. Um, and then I also have YouTube. So, women of the hobby on YouTube. Those are the, the main spots. I have my like personal card page as well. It's at samstuff25. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on social.
1: Do you have a dream guest or that you'd want to get onto, uh, onto your show on YouTube? Besides Andrew. Yeah. I'm <laughs> off. I'm down.
2: Yeah. So. I think just beyond, like, other collectors, one thing I'm, like, trying to expand upon are, like, just other, like, sports people. And so I think eventually I'd like to, put in, like, have other athletes and, and things on. So getting, like, a, another athlete on the show. I had someone from Athletes Unlimited, but, um, yeah, really just another athlete. I think that's kind of something I've noticed, too, is, like, a lot of male athletes, like we've seen by child at PSA, are, like, very familiar with cards. And, like, I didn't get that. Can you try again? In their own car. Those my She mom, doesn't.
0: She doesn't for work for Watson.
2: Yeah, she doesn't work. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, like, uh, sure, I understand. I saying, oh no! <laughs> you
1: Sam, That's it. If if you could, paying, paying Andrew, you could only pick one, one of the Ed's two. two. <laughs> this is the last question. While you go, Sam, because I got to bounce too. Lou <laughs> Keekly, Asia Wilson, Autographic next. Or you can only pick one.
2: Uh, Ask um, Siri.
1: What? What would Siri do? <laughs>
2: Yeah, for real. I'll, I'll go with Blue
1: Keekly just because it's like with
0: my forever PC. It has. Like, it has. <laughs> I love it. Any final questions, Cage? No, man. That was great. That was a good question to end it on.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Sam, you're the best. Luca Nation, please go support Sam's stuff, women of the hobby. Love you guys.
0: Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um... Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.